Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks, are you movie mad? I'm Andrew Jones, the guy to take you through the realm of cinema with me. Johnny Ellis. He is proclaiming, proclaiming to be movie <laughs> mad. I perpetually do not believe him because every time I ask him, you know, like this film, question mark, he'll go, what film? I don't know, it's uh, Teach Me Your Way. So I'm essentially grooming <laughs> you cinematically. And in many other ways. It's always on my list. Oh. <laughs> my never-ending list. My, my kiss is on your list. <laughs> so today... Today? We are achieving happiness. Yep. Todd Salons' happiness. I I literally know nothing about this I film. love this. But you've seen Wiener Dog. I've seen Wiener Dog. It's really annoying because I'm desperate to watch yeah. this film. And if anything, Wiener Dog didn't get me in the mood to watch more Todd Salons. Okay. Did you watch um, Dark Horse? I feel like I, I think last year Christopher there were a Walken few... was in it. Idina Menzel. No. no, Donna Murphy. Sorry. No, I I watched a couple of films with horse in the title last year, and they were like Zoom. In the... You watch Zoom about a man who <laughs> gets fucked by a horse. They're in the same sort of time frame as well. Um, but one was a documentary about a racehorse. Ooh, which one? Um, can't remember. His... The secretary was starring Bojack Horseman. It's not a documentary. <laughs> it's an acclaimed Academy Award nominated. No, it didn't get nominated film. <laughs> but um, but yeah, with happiness, like yeah, after Wiener Dog, I'm it. I just didn't sort of get it, and maybe this will make me a fan of Todd Salons, and maybe I want to go back over Wiener Dog after this. And I'm I'll hoping be... that's what happens. See, I'm interested because Dark Horse was so unlike the Todd Salons I know, right? And I'm un- I'm interested because Life During Wartime, the pseudo sequel to Happiness was kind of like Happiness, but also felt like it was a different step for Todd Salons. So I'm wondering if he's gone in a different direction, like if he's found some happiness himself at this point, and he's stopped being so morbid, nasty, and mean, or trying to be even more nasty and mean. And, you know, Wiener Dog is the next step, and is completely different to everything we know. Or if it's like, oh, yeah, this is the Todd Salons I'm comfortable with, that Happiness has provided, and I'll, I'll find out when yeah, we've seen Yeah, I don't want film. to say anything to... Spoil it for you because I oh, know. Oh no, but uh, at, after this film, I'll ask you again is this like Wiener Dog? <laughs> Pardon me, <laughs> that was a horrible burp. I am a professional podcaster. It's okay, it's on record now. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, that's the only burp I've ever done, which I'm pretty proud of. It's recorded because there are some things you do for the first time and they don't get recorded, right, Johnny? Some things, yeah. <laughs> I always make sure to record. Um... You're, you're of a generation, <laughs> you are part of the pain gang. <laughs> I remember that's what kicked off London Film Festival for me. Oh, it year. kicked off a lot of things for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So happiness. Oh yeah, no, we found it. <laughs> we found it. So uh, we've got the DVD menu playing in front of us, which is a very comic book animated, strange visual look to it. And I've got the DVD case in front of me. And I'm going to hand it over to Johnny. Right, it looks, yeah, it looks very comic booky. I assume it's not based on a comic book. The Hard um, eighteen, uh, Hard 18 might suggest similarly. Yeah. Yeah, it's an 18 as well, which is interesting. Do you know about the rating of this film? No. Okay, in America, it was going to be an NC-17. Right. But, uh, but that would mean commercial death, it wouldn't get played in any cinemas, so they just yeah. went unrated and released it that way and tried to make it some sort of hit that way, because it could never get an R, apparently. Right. I don't see why. Maybe you'll see why. That'll Are you excited what that could be? What material yes. am I going to elicit you this early <laughs> on a Saturday morning? Um, so, we've got Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's looking very sweaty, sat on a couch with... I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's a woman all in black. It's a woman all, all in Jenny black. Jenny Cash. Jenny. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and oh, right down, <laughs> down in the bottom, we've got a host of different cartoon characters. We've got Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. as a comic book character uh, with sweat, little three little uh, beads, three beads, sweat, my friends. And the I'm assuming that's the woman in black, although her hair's more curly than the woman in black, mm. and she's wearing white. So that can't be the woman in black. Is there someone on that? Oh no, no, behind her. You yep. found the okay. woman in black. <laughs> it's like where's Wally? This is the um, <laughs> Todd Salons's Where's Wally? So between he's the in the woman... back masturbating. <laughs> between the woman in black and the woman with curly hair, yeah, is a man, and he looks familiar. He looks like I can't remember the name of the 
character or the actor. Well, but, you might find it on um, the back of the cover, to be honest. There's a bidding block. I don't really want to spoil I, myself. Um, I figured the bidding block isn't really a spoiler because that's not going to tell you anything about the film except the actors are in it and you already see the cover. Dylan Baker? Dylan Baker, you've got it right. From Star- he is from, from Star Trek. Star Trek. Yes, he's Star from Wars. Star Wars. Um, from, he, he, played, from... he, he, he played the lizard in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They realised after Disney kind of got the right Spider-Man, he got jerked over from never playing the lizard, they'll give him the role in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's sensible. That's He'll how fit. it's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? A giant lizard, that's nothing new in the Star Wars universe. He's just, you know, a businessman. See, I don't think if I known if I hadn't known that um, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in this, I don't think I would have pulled it from the picture, yeah, from the, the artistic cartoon. interpretation. But I did from Dylan Baker's got that face. Yeah, yeah, he's got that beautiful, strange face. There's also a weird, creepy guy sort of behind Philip Seymour Hoffman with a Who mustache. Who could that be? I don't know. It looks like a really bad impression of. Um, um, I am blanking on the name. Uh, give me some details and I'll try and give you your name. Fargo. Um, I mean, I uh, Reservoir fun. Dogs. Hmm, who could be a Fargo and Reservoir Dogs? Who could also be in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. I mean... What's his name? What is his name? Uh, <laughs> ooh, who could know? Who could know what Lizard Eyes would, would be his name for? Ah, oh, Steve Buscemi. That Steve Buscemi. Biscuit. God damn it. Biscetti. Steve Spaghetti. <laughs> he is a superhero. He's Spaghetti Man. He looks like a very, very bad impression. I think just because of the moustache, really. Oh, yeah, you've got the whole goatee realm yeah. of Star Trek going on here. <laughs> it's evil Steve. Um, But, yeah, other than that, there's no one else I kind of recognise. I'm disappointed because there's someone to the right of the uh, the woman in white and black who... I kind of hoped you might recognise, but I guess if you don't recognise him, you'll see him, and you'll go, oh, it's that guy, and if you don't know if it's that guy, then I'm going to be very I did sad notice here. a name on here. Hold on. Jared Harris? No. 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 no I'm excited to see where he is in this film, because I don't recall him being in this film, because he wasn't famous last time I watched it. Which one of the two is it? The, man with, he... the man with the... Golden gun. <laughs> yes, Christopher Walken. <laughs> the man with the just upside-down smile. The frown, yeah. Yeah. Which, what was that? That's what an upside down smile was in my generation. <laughs> what I'm talking about, which because because uh, people are trying to put it down. <laughs> well, oh, they just fade away. There's right. there's quotes on the back. Do you want to read some of the quotes? quotes on the back. Read oh. the first three quotes. <laughs> brilliant, right. enemy, brilliant mm-hmm. film review, and and brilliant dazed and confused. I think this film's okay. <laughs> Superb, the, the year's finest comedy drama. Spoiler. Says the Times, extraordinary. 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 <laughs> um, From Sight and Sound. Sight and Sound. She went S and there with it, thank you. Um, Wickedly wicked, Dangerous wickedly from dangerous. John Travolta. <laughs> Is that still a reference people will go for? I mean, that feels I do. dated and confused. I remember I changing my name to, um, you know they had the John The Generator. Yeah. I changed my name to... Flurban um, Schnurgemeiser. What was it? I can't remember what they... I think it was... Um, Jared Harris. That was ja- your name. I think my first name was Jack or something. And then I tweeted uh, a radio show or something. And they read my name out as Jack. And I was like, wait, no. That's <laughs> Tom <laughs> John Travolta was hosting the show. Well, he, he does that quite frequently. <laughs> he likes to get on the radio and uh, speak his mind. <laughs> Guys, Scientology is not a cult. <laughs> And um, Rolling Stone says it's unmiss- unmissable. It doesn't say it's unmissable, it just says unmissable. unmissable yeah. As if, you know, the deadline was unmissable. <laughs> and thus review had to be done. And they incorporated the uh, editor's note into the review. Anything else before we start? What do you reckon this film is about? Because we haven't even established what you think happiness what is. What do I think happiness is? Um... <sighs> wow. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman I think the sweatiness is a big part I mean look at the DVD cover it's, it's there the sweat is rolling down him pouring down him there looks like tears from there because one yeah. of them going down his eye one of them's going down his uh, flat sweat area and there's also a bug that keeps walking around which confused me at first because I actually thought it was on the screen aha uh-huh, well done 1998 DVD mastering you've confused someone in 2016 <laughs> 
There it is. It's crawling around. This is live. We're doing this live. Oh my goodness. What an exciting um, moment. There is a bug. It's gone. Um, so I have a feeling the bug's got to be a thing. It's a key character. It's a key, it's a key it's character. It's Vincent Genofrio. It's, He's back. It's the character we follow throughout the film. <laughs> he goes from place to place, <laughs> bugging out. That's the sequel to this film. It was originally called Bugging Out. And then it was called Bugs Life. Then it was called Ants. Then it was called The Reef 2. Um, but yeah, I've got nothing. I've I don't. I've no idea what's gonna be about. I have a feel. It looks like comic books are gonna work into the story somehow. Like maybe he's a comic book writer, right? Or something, or an, or an artist. Okay, I'm gonna write this stuff down. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I'd say, would be. Right, uh, and maybe or... um, uh, the lizard guy. Lizard. <laughs> lizard, lizard guy. <laughs> Lizard guy is his boss. He looks very bossy. What about evil Steve Buscemi? Evil Steve Buscemi um, could be a neighbour or something. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he's part of the the work crew. So why is it an 18? Um, What would we give it an adult rating? Do we get to see Philip Seymour Hoffman having sex? What is this? Before the devil knows you're dead? <laughs> Um, That's a coming soon. Yep, that will be coming soon. Oh, just like Philip Seymour Hoffman, too soon. <laughs> coming too soon. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Don't forget, never forget. Hunger like... Games didn't forget. They just had to awkwardly have Woody Harrelson give Jennifer Lawrence a letter for written from him. It's like, yeah, hey, here's, here's, here's Philip Seymour Hoffman's character wrap up. <laughs> you read it. <laughs> no, you read it. Okay, fine, I'll get an Oscar out of this. Didn't. If. Um... Wiener Dog has anything to go by. Do you know anything about Wiener Dog? I know that there's a dog on the poster, and Danny DeVito's in it, and Greta Gerwig is in it. That's it. You don't know about how it's presented? Nope. Okay. I don't want to say then. Um, but yeah, I if Wiener Dog is anything to go by, it'll be presented in that same storytelling style. Will it be presented in the same storytelling style as Todd Salons' storytelling? Does he have a film called Storytelling? He does. Stung. Really? Paul Giamatti and Selma Blair. Oh. It's split in fiction and non-fiction. Does he have actors that stay with him? Like Selma Blair's popped up a couple of times. Selma Blair. Is she in this? No. No. But he... he I mean, the whole thing is, with uh, Life During Wartime, and I think Wiener Dog is meant to be like a pseudo-sequel to Welcome to the Dole House, or that was what it was doing when it was production. I don't know if it stayed. Was it uh, same characters, different cast? was the way it goes around so he's kind of more like let's see what I can do with other people and so the cast he gets each time is kind of like wow these people want to work with him they they love his films and I guess they're willing to do just about anything <laughs> I'm excited for you to see what I mean when you see this one and then when you see Life During Wartime coming soon I have a feeling I've got it completely wrong with the comic book but it's just kind of been shoved in our face at the moment with the DVD menu and the cover. Sure. That it feels like the only step But you, why is it... The one thing, you mentioned maybe sex, but anything else? Because sex would still get you with um, 15 unless you're doing hard penetration. I'd um, say probably just the swearing, I'd say. Swearing would get it unrated I, or NC-17. I, enough of it, I'd say. Like... 50 C words. Is that what we're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Because um, I can't... It doesn't look like that it'll be one with a lot of violence. It doesn't look like that, no. No. There's no Rambo style. I'm not going to spoil Rambo for you because that's also coming soon. Gosh darn it, that's my go-to <laughs> for all the violence in the world. Plus it's happiness. I mean, violence isn't happy. Yeah, that's unless, true. Unless you're Jared Leto. What do you know about the TV series Happiness? Starring Paul Whitehouse. Nothing. Oh, wow. I've never all, even heard of it. Also rated 18 when it came to DVD. Wonderful TV series. Maybe you just... The rating yes. boards don't like happiness. They don't. They're in their offices going, what's this one? Oh, <laughs> this is about happiness? It says penis in the title. Take it out. Take it out. But yeah, that's all I've got for now. <laughs> okay. Um, Are you excited? Because I, I have to a... mention this is two and a quarter hours long. Yes, I did notice the, the length. It's a hefty length. Um... The, the happiness is a hefty length. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> I, I am excited. I, just, I can see. I hope it will 
keep me excited for two and a quarter hours, which is a hard job. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Oh boy, this is uh... <laughs> this is going to be fun. I mean, when we come back, we're going to be a lot the same, I'm sure. <laughs> or we'll be completely changed. Do you do you have an idea of what my reaction's going to be? No, like, ve- this is you... this is the one I've been waiting for for a long time because I wanted to watch it with you. I right. want to see this unfold in front of you and see <laughs> how you react to certain things. <laughs> I just, I'm just fascinated on how people do react oh, to this film. I I just noticed on the DVD cover, or yeah. on the DVD menu rather, it says extra happiness. That's the TV spots and a trailer. I checked it <laughs> earlier. That's the only extra features. It even says on the front, plus extra features, trailer and TV spot. Apostrophe yes. It, say, it says it again on the pack, doesn't it? Trailer, two minutes. TV spot, one, 30 seconds. TV spot, two, 30 seconds. Uh, I thought they had it in sticker format, like, <clears throat> like they do on the front. No, but it does say TV spot apostrophe S, and that really is quite annoying, because it's not the spots of the TV, or the TV spot something. <laughs> there is a wild apostrophe on 1999's Entertainment DVD cover. Bad form, Entertainment DVD. Very bad form. Shall we start? Let's go and I'm, enjoy. I, I'm raring to go. You're raring for happiness. Yeah. Let's find yeah. you a slice of happiness. I think you've earned it. <laughs> We'll be back after we've experienced happiness. People are always putting New Jersey down, but that's just because they don't get it. I'm living in a state of irony. How's it going? She only knew how I felt, but she doesn't even know I exist. I bore people. Who is that boring person, they think? I've never before met anyone so boring. I have nothing Sometimes I wonder how any of your patients can talk to you. I should tape some for you. Oh, Bill, would you? Would you really? So I could listen to? No. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. But I'm not laughing. Gonna find it, gonna find it, gonna find my happiness. That was happiness. Johnny, I've got a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever fuck me? <laughs> I don't know what he was upset about. I couldn't tell whether he was upset that his dad wouldn't or... That's that's what the answer I was hoping for, Johnny. Would you fuck me? Oh man, that was um, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I can't read that. Yeah, my hand right there, but I know. Johnny, would you ever fuck me? Um, yeah, that was different. No, I jerk off instead. <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> that was going to be the greatest opening for this podcast ever. But no, you've decided not to write the wonderful. Writing of Dylan Baker down. Uh, um, Happiness, where are you? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Happiness, where are you? What am I going to do? I when when we saw the um, the massacre, the gun massacre, the opening. The, yeah, I thought, oh, well, that's why it's an eighteen, probably because it's going to build thought, further and further, kind of thing. Or even just yeah, that. Even if it was just that, I thought maybe that was maybe what. Controversial at the time, yeah. just before, just just around the Columbine. Yeah, I was thinking it might have been around that time. Yeah. So I was like, maybe that was it. Not thinking that it would go into the... Into Garth Brady's dark place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Todd Salonzo's 1998 ensemble comedy drama, Happiness. <laughs> Two hours, 14 minutes long. Um, does yep. it feel... I thought it flowed really nicely. It, I was surprised. It does flow nicely, actually. Because yeah. it, it's got a lot of stop-starts. It's got a lot of characters to fill in, which always helps with an ensemble. There's some character storylines we don't necessarily need to see. Hello, Ben Gazzara in Florida. Yeah. That's kind of a non-event. Yeah. That is really wasting time. Poor John Lovitz. Aha! <laughs> I'm in this film. Oh. <laughs> he, um... <laughs> he, he gets... He gets the first scene, and then he's just... He gets he, a he wonderful do... monologue. Yeah. I mean, he gets to that act. perfect. How often does John Lovitz get to act? Buller Crow in this. He can do um, breakups really well, can't he? I've had so many. Because <laughs> I, as I was watching it, I just couldn't stop thinking of Friends. Have you seen him in Friends? Not for a long time. You'll have to remind me on that one. He, um... I find was... love. I think it was Rachel he's going out with. Oh boy, that's not going to last long. Someone sets him up with her because they know he's awful and they don't (laughs) want the date to go well. Uh, And he's just, he just puts himself down at every possible, (laughs) every possible line of dialogue. And he was also in it before that as well, um, playing a different character. He was a 
uh, a my sh- evil twin. He was a um, a possible boss for Monica, and he 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 visits her apartment and he's high and he just starts eating everything in her in her right. kitchen. Well, this has already led to an interesting idea, Jonathan. Yeah, there are three sisters. There are three <laughs> friends who are girls. Which one's which? Which one? What in the of, film? of happiness? Which sister is which friend? Oh right. Um. Okay, I would say that there's only one right answer. Let's face it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. But well, no, well, well, the girls. Yeah. Oh wait, sorry. Philip right. Seymour Hoffman's um, Helen. Roommate. Well, not roommate. Yeah. Helen. Laura Flynn Boyle. Uh, she feels very Monica. Okay. No. No, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how you go first and then I'll, I'll go because um, I've got my clear answer and I'm surprised. Uh, now you've got Joy and Trish. Yeah. Jane Adams is Joy. Yeah, Joy would be... Joy doesn't really fit... Oh, she would fit Ross. Okay. But she wouldn't fit any of the female ones. Um, so and Trish... Trish... Trish didn't have that as much an, an effect on me. Um, she was just sort of there to uh, enhance Lizard Man. I can't remember his name. So you're saying that Trish is Gunther? Yes. Or possibly Marcel. <laughs> yes. Or one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, here's the correct answer because okay. you've got it completely wrong. Right. But Helen, Lawrence and Boy, is obviously Rachel. 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 Go get her yeah. obsessed about her looks, doesn't really care about, about anyone else. Right. Trish yeah. is Monica the stay at home kind of you know what has these big ideas but is also very kind of like the house mommy type situation yeah and Joy is definitely Phoebe she's kooky she's crazy she plays a freaking guitar well I was thinking Phoebe but I just thought she was too quiet for Phoebe she was too do you know she reminds me you've never seen uh, Green Wing have you I've seen bits of it but why would I want to sit through more than 10 minutes she reminds me of a character in Green Wing one of the sort of receptionist girls ooh um, Curly head. Um, well, well, really let's... quiet. Who, who? Um, I can't. Let's remember. let's hit up my big big friend from the pub IMDb. <laughs> He's got all the information. He's got all the information you could ever want to know. This is exciting. We're all <laughs> going to go on here and type in the words green and wing. Um, right. Ooh. Let's see. she's not a huge character. By the way, I've rated it one out of ten on IMDb. That's much I hate oh, it. Wow. Really. Oh, it's you. atrocious. It is funky hospital-based sketch comedy drama type show. As in, it's got nothing and no reason to bloody well exist, and should never have existed, and was a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> Nick Frost was apparently in it playing just a man. <laughs> oh wow, that sounds like a funny character name. I'm a so laughy, laughy, hardy has. We hold on, I couldn't find it there. Oh my weird. goodness. Is it nurse, nurse phone sex? Or no. lodger nurse prostitute? Uh, Martin Dears. These are all character names. Wow, this is a cavalcade of humans who exist in the UK comedy world and waste everyone's time. Um, relationships, right, here we go. Do you wanna oh my goodness, you're on Wikipedia. Yeah. Guys, we're going deep on Green Wing. <laughs> this is it. Let's really hatch it out. Um, so. Karen. She reminds you of Karen from Green Wing, Karen. the classic character everyone Karen, is Karen talking about Green today. Wing. Played by. Played by. Uh, she was in quite a few episodes. I just said. Karen Bolt. Yeah, there we go. Oh, she doesn't even have a picture. Oh, no. Not even got a picture on IMDb. Lucinda Rakes. In the loop. Well, that was... uh, What's the kind of climax that you really, really like, but then you realise it's got an evil twin? That was an (laughs) anti-climax. Well, that's who she reminds me of. Climaxing, Ah. happiness. (laughs) Turns out, this film... There's only one way to true happiness. <laughs> Johnny, do you want me to show you? Do you want me to it measure was, it? I mean, it was good. I, I did enjoy myself. <laughs> I, but I, felt I like, saw. But I felt like <laughs> I shouldn't be. <laughs> it's it's really fucked up. Yeah, and it and was... 
it feels horrible to think that I was sort of rooting for Lizard Man. What is his name? <laughs> My name is Bill Maplewood. Doesn't say Bill Maplewood on the back. No. It says Doctor William Maplewood. Psychiatrist. Dylan Baker. Yeah, I, I was rooting for Dylan Baker. That felt wrong. That felt so very wrong. But it was. I just but wanted. You know what, Johnny? It felt so very, <laughs> very right. Now, I'm saying this as I've done this before. Go back and watch the Spider-Man trilogy. Oh my god. <laughs> Where were you, Peter? Peter, I'm worried about you. Peter, do you want to come to my lab? Peter, would you like a tuna fish sandwich? <laughs> Oh. So was his plan to yeah, drag I his family? See a webbing. His his plan. He planned so, to drag his family, right? Or was that just a pure accident? Hold up, hold Sorry. up. Let, we've, we've got a ways to go first. We, we have that is surprisingly early in the film. I thought. Yeah. It felt like oh, that, I didn't realize this scene comes so early. But <laughs> nope, nope. We've got a while to get before that. Right, so John Lovitz gets dumped. John Lovitz is crying before <laughs> the credits, before the title has even appeared. And he's brought Joy, who's dumped him, a present. A Gainsborough reproduction ashtray. I thought it was a dog bowl at first. It does, <laughs> it does look, look like, like a dog yeah. bowl or something like that. It's kind of a useless gift. Yeah, but she seemed happy with it. It's, it, it's coated in gold. Yeah. It's got that going, 24 carat? Yeah. Yeah, proper, high quality stuff. I was so happy for him to snatch it away, because as he was giving it to us, I was like, oh, please, come on. I just wanted that to happen. You man. want this sad sack to win. Joy of joys, he did. It's not for you. It's for the woman who loves me. Now he's got to find another woman called Joy. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Turns out he chooses to go the other way. I thought he was going to be revealed to be the... Um, the night doorman. Pedro. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the house. Come on, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I heard your phone call last night. It was very interesting. <laughs> I really want to fuck her. Yeah. I want to make a cut out of her mouth. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we get, <laughs> we get oh. Philip Seymour Hoffman. We have Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, kindly explaining his needs, his wants, hobbies, his his thoughts, yeah, his desires. Well, um, what does he say? <laughs> he wants to. Yes, Johnny. <laughs> he wants to fuck someone, and for the come to come out of it. Ears or eyes, was it? Well, it starts with a mouth. Mouth. First time mouth, mouth then that was it. on the phone he chooses to say that ears. Yeah. He has different orifices he <laughs> wants to see them to protrude out of. At one point it's nose, at one point he says he wants to come so hard it goes out with the sewers of New York City and the Ghostbusters have to fight it. It's really weird. That was a really strange turn of events. And something that actually happens in Dan Aykroyd's there, <laughs> you know, filling up his his crystal skulls with this beautiful juice that, and calling it dog wine because dogs apparently love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah, he's talking to his psychiatrist. The uh... who is Lizard Man? That's that's or his name for now. That is is that officially his name? Yeah. He take his acting roles since then. It was TV's Drive on Fox, starring <laughs> Nathan Fillion, Melanie Linsky, Emma Stone, and Lizard Man. Yeah. Wow. How did that show get cancelled after three episodes? <laughs> I never even have. No one show. has. I sat through it all. I really enjoyed it. Emma Stone played Liz Man's daughter. She was listed in the credits. He was not because he was expected to die off quickly and to leave her having to drive the car to win the races and make her become a woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they didn't get that far, so he never died in the show. She never became a woman. She never became a woman. Emma Stone, if you're out there. <laughs> I know how now. Todd Solons has taught me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ Right Right so Dylan Baker has dreams Yeah he's Dylan bored. Baker has he dreams. dreams Well he's He's listening off All the shit he has to do After work Because he's living This bored life And he knows yeah. that Philip Seymour is a boring patient He has nothing to say 
He's got to pick up the dog. He's got to look after the kids. He's got to call the plumber. Yeah. He's got to do all that stuff. And then he dreams later on, a bit later. That's his, like, sort of next... Next thing you see is... Da, 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 beautiful paradise of a valley of grass and people and a gay couple. Everyone's lovely. Yeah. Lock and load. <laughs> it's Lizard Man. And Spider-Man is nowhere near to save everyone. And so he's going full Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah. So when that happened, I was like, all right, now I understand. <laughs> I mean, we when we see someone who massacres an entire park, we all understand. Yeah. I mean, we get where they're coming I did... from. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. You're exactly. pro-terrorism. Yeah. I mean, once those two guys held hands, it was I like... I mean, you were like... You, you, <laughs> I mean, you saw Star Trek Beyond, you were like, No! How dare you! This is vile! Gene Roddenberry would never have that! Mm. Sulus have never been gay. It's a proud race. Oh, I'd like a race of Sulus. Wouldn't that be fun? A whole oh planet my, full of oh my, hello, oh my. It'd be really annoying very quickly. Because you know they'd say it in unison. And every time they pass each other, they go, oh my, oh my. And everyone will be on Facebook the entire time selling memes, and it'd be the most embarrassing experience. Your social media on that planet would be hell. No, thank you. Oh my. So, the three main sort of storylines are Joy Phoebe <laughs> Phoebe um, <laughs> I'm uh, trying to connect this film to the kids the kids love the friends <laughs> um, Philip Seymour Hoffman's Girl, character who is called Alan 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 I wonder I didn't remember it it's, yeah. that's not, it's got a who my friend down the pub IMDB says apparently Jack Black was approached for the role at one point Wow. I'm going to make you come. You better move, Bob. You better bow. Skidoosh! Is there audition tapes for that? Oh, I, would I don't think there's an audition situation. I don't think he was approached on the street by Todd Salons. He goes, you look fat. I you say you the word come a bunch of times. Don't be in my movie. And then he invented the post-it note. If this was remade, then, who would take his role? My first thought would be um, Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of weight. Yeah, I mean, if that's... Hey, everyone, I don't want to come. <laughs> it's like, fuck it, right here. If oh, that's what we're going God, for. that would be the... Oh, no, no, you know what? Idris Elba. <laughs> Idris Elba. And you know who played Jared Harris? <laughs> Idris Elba. What I'm saying is Idris Elba could play every role. And he would make it so distinctive, everyone would go and watch it and say, wow, this is great. And he'd rap over the credits. Like this generation's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> That's <laughs> racist. This generation's Peter Sellers. Okay? And he would definitely brown up to play recreate the party. It'd be great. <laughs> Idris Elba and Brownface. Could you imagine? <laughs> is that not cool to say anymore? Because <laughs> that's the title of my one man in the show, Idris Elba and Brownface. <laughs> and I come out... <laughs> And everyone's very disappointed. They're also wearing white hoods the entire row and then putting their fists up in the air going higher. I think I might have missold my show. That's how you say hello in German, isn't it? Yes, Heil. That's how they always say it in the movies. Whenever I go to Germany, I find I'm walking past a lot of white people saying Heil to me and I feel that's good. Yeah. There's a connection. I now understand the German language. you got to click your heels as well. But... Three times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have to ask if they never fuck me and they have to tell me they can just jerk off instead. It's great. Great repartee we have for the Germans. I love the Germans, and they love me back, and they show it very much. So, so right, we've got Cocktoberfest. We've got we've got Alan, we've got Joy, and then we've got Lizard Man. Are the three main sort of storylines, and everyone, yes. and they all sort of link in because of sisters. Yeah, the family connection. Yeah, keep it in the family, which I quite liked because um, it yeah, can be boring I, if it's not a family. You know, you love. Keeping it in the family. Well, family. it could have easily been just three separate stories. It could have been and... four separate stories. Yeah. We're forgetting Ben Gazzara. No one should ever forget Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara. Lenny, the uh, father. I don't, um, I don't yeah, know who played the just... woman, but, you know, it's Ben Gazzara. Yeah. The bad guy from Roadhouse coming soon. <laughs> Roadhouse. Are we talking about a kid now? 
Yes, we're talking about the kid. <laughs> the kid, a decade and a bit before, was trying to kill Patrick Swayze. And Sam <laughs> Elliott had to come in and help. That kid was Benjamin Button. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Button spent half the film being a bodyguard for a really shitty bar and having to kick a bunch of people in the face and rip throats out with Sam Elliott. That film. Take out the Kate Blanchett is a ballerina, Tilda Swinton is a spy stuff, and just put that in there. What film are we talking about? Is that Roadhouse? We're talking about Roadhouse and the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. (laughs) And I'm saying, if you took the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, you know, the the opening sequence to set up that he's aging backwards, the ending sequence to set up he's dying backwards, and then have Roadhouse in the middle of it for for an hour and 45 minutes? Roadhouse is one we need to... I know, that's coming soon. I do know that. I did also mention that. But what I'm saying is, cut 40 minutes out of the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Immediately. Take it down to two hours. But those two hours are opening of that film, ending of that film, and Roadhouse in the middle. Fucking perfect film. Brilliant. I would watch the hell out of that. Because I'm Roadhouse... i in Roadhouse now. You should be, because Roadhouse is brilliant. <laughs> and it will make you so excited for what Patrick Strazy will do in the future. Oh. <laughs> oh. Happiness. Happiness. So, the family connection, the ensemble... Yeah, I liked it. I liked how it all linked together. Um, Writing was on point, on fleek, you might say, if you're a generation. Who's <laughs> Am I correct? Becky yeah. with a good hair. <laughs> I'm hip. I know Instagram stories. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded Prism app. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> Who is your favourite of the three main acts? Of the, the film? Are you kidding me? There's only one. There's only one that wins out everything. Go on. Let's say in unison. Three, oh. two. <laughs> Let's try that better because Philip Seymour Hoffman is not a number. <laughs> he is not the prisoner. But if he was, he would actually be Robbie the Bouncing Ball. <laughs> In unison, we'll say our favourite part of the film. Three, one, two, two three, one. Rape your children. <laughs> that I yeah <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I gotta I gotta admit it is it was the most interesting of the three. Techniques. I mean, details. It I mean, you were just... right. Yeah, I looked at your notebook, and it is just full of things. Also, John Lovitz has no H in it. How dare you? How dare you put an H in John it Lovitz's does, name? It does have a H, but it's it's melded in with the end. This is how I my handwriting is. Um, no, no, his name has an H there. Yeah, you've written down an H in John Lovitz's name. Oh yeah, it does you're have a sick H. bastard. Oh. Yeah. The one thing he prides himself is he has no H in his body. He has no H in his name. <laughs> Um, we have to talk about the big quote of the film. We do have to talk about Kevin. What's the big quote of the film? We both wrote it down at the exact same time. Do you want to say it in unison? I, I would love to Together. hear. I want to hear you say it because I think coming out of your mouth, everything you... is actually. And speaking of coming out of your mouth, you'll come one day. You'll come one day, son. You know that'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> James Cromwell as a farmer teaching children to come. <laughs> He'll win an Oscar for that as well. <laughs> oh, I babe. Go on, whack it one. Oh, it's a squirrely one, isn't it? Got a spiral going on. Oh, it's a hard one to do. Use your paws. Wink it out. So, <laughs> so was, um, was Lizard Man... I never, we never got a real proper ending to him. Because you didn't see what happened to him. Maybe they were saving that for the sequel. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I've got a semi-sequel. They, yeah, I've got a semi-sequel <laughs> as well. What do we do with it? Are you, what, what could happen to him? I'll give you a hint of what happens to him. I assume, well, as far as I'm aware, as far as we're aware, at least. From the end now, of our film. He is just sat in that house still. He is waiting... For Shaw to return to sit in the house with him and they're waiting for Breaking Bad to be over and hopefully they'll oh. be out free. The two of them together. Shaw and Lizard Man. That's how they should start off um, Better Call Saul Season 3. 
just Jules <laughs> sitting the house there in black and white. <laughs> and then cut to Dylan Baker sitting there, and he's just there with a Cool magazine with a K, just jerking it, just jerking it. Yeah. In the back of a car, listening to a kid who wants ice cream, and that makes him come. <laughs> I love this film. Discussing it is so no comic books. No. Although there was, I did. Well, spot, there's some magazines. But I did spot um, a superhero, like in John Lovitz's apartment. Where I die. Yeah. I come to Superman. Because I saw it in the background, I was like, ah, maybe this is where it comes in. But no. <laughs> you would think what an hour and forty minutes into the yeah. film suddenly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, also comic books. Yeah. <laughs> what was the comic book? Do you see anything? Uh, it wasn't anything like... It's of my own design. Yeah, yeah I think it was... It's called Jai the Bitch. It didn't look um, recognisable. It looked like an original drawing. I made it myself. John Lovitz is the star. See, that's what I thought it was going to happen. He was going to be the comic book writer. And it? I was full Hardman all along. It's fine. I was never mean. Never mean to any dick. He's a good guy. I love him. I don't hate him at all. I am the star of news radio. Ha ha! That's lost on you. That is entirely <laughs> yeah. lost on you. Oh man, you have five seasons of news radio and a lot of backstory <laughs> to catch up on. R.I.P. Phil Hartman. What's the quote? The quote that we both wrote down. I'm interested. You'll I'm... come one day. I don't think I wrote that one down. Oh, I thought you wrote that down together. I do a lot of things together. I don't know. I don't think I wrote that one down. Oh Did no, there write... it is. Yeah. Oh, I did. You'll come one day. Sorry. I apologise. It's hidden with all the notes. I thought it was the quote that Helen says, which is, if only it had been raped as a child. That was, yeah. She's got a book of poems, and one of them's called Raped at Eleven, and one of them's called Raped at Twelve. Do you get it? She wishes she was raped, and there were kids who were being raped by her brother-in-law at that age. Oh, life. It finds a way. Happiness. (laughs) Oh, boy. Do you know, at the end, yeah, what? When, when they all um, toast to happiness, and then the little kid comes in and says, Oh, I came. I thought they were going to do it again. They came. To, to happiness! happiness. <laughs> freeze frame. But not real freeze frame, a fake freeze frame. The dog's just running around. It's police squad. <laughs> so, Billy. Billy. Little Billy. Little Billy. Little Billy. Sweet little kid. Yeah. Who keeps coming up to his father and asking about penis sizes and ejaculation. I mean, how many times does he have to hint? <laughs> yeah, it's right there on the table, cards out. He knows what his dad wants. Just He's take given the it fucking to him. hint, Dad. Come on. Well, he takes a lot of things. He takes a lot of things. But Billy just wants to come. If that was the title of the film, Todd Solins is Billy wants to come. <laughs> Although, oddly enough, <laughs> He goes up to his dad and asks him all about this, and then his dad goes, "Would you like me to? Do you want me to show you? Show you? That was it." And he goes, "No." So now he's playing hard to get, and it's yeah, he's being coy. Yeah, he's being cock coy. (laughs) It's like uh, you know, what's a good size? It's not about the length; it's about the width. Do you want me to measure mine? (laughs) Yeah, it's good. I bet you got a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, such a sweet child. Such an innocent, innocent child. He just wants to squeeze one out. And, of course, we've got Joy, who um, sleeps with Jared Harris, who I didn't recognise at all. It's his eyes. It's all in the eyes. I think I was more taken by the moustache. He's got a crazy moustache. But I think if you see there, you can really see in the eyes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. They're not so much, but on the side profile here, yeah, it looks like, yeah. That's the Jared Harris we know and love from The Quiet Ones. <laughs> Quiet Ones is one, I mean. Who, who, I, I did the premiere for that. I didn't go and watch the film. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'll, I'll go and stand and wait around to talk to Jared Harris and Sam Clapman. Fine, I've got nothing better to do today. Cool. Okay. Oh, you want to watch a film? I've oh, I've got a thing. I've, oh, oh, it's on again tomorrow. Oh, sorry, it's like the whole week. I, it's immovable, and I'm an unstoppable force. So you know, it just can't be can't be done. What happens? We'll find out. JD Salinger. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Joy 
sleeps with Vlad. Oh no, she fi- she she she's she's a good person who thinks she has to do good. Her sister's bitch yeah. about her. So she goes and works for the uh, immigrant educational department, who the main people are on the strike because they want benefits, mm-hmm. and she gets called called a scab by teachers and students. Yeah, in which she meets Vlad the Russian. Yeah, I am Vlad. I am doing accent. <laughs> Everything is a okay. <laughs> I'm just a wild and crazy guy. Ooh. When he spots her crying in the street and picks her up and is like, oh, I'll drive you home. I was hoping when he got to her home, he'd charge her. <laughs> oh. she, she wouldn't have noticed, but he'd, he'd put he would the... slowly have put the piece on. Yeah. Ah, there's only one way to pay. <laughs> and boy, she... A cup of tea. Put him on. Put the kettle on, Johnny. It's time for a cup of tea. What do you say? You and me. Whip out your guitar. Sing a song. I'll sing a happy tune. I'll play the pipe. <laughs> Do you want me to measure it? Yeah, Vlad, who seems to love New Jersey. Obsessed with yeah. New Jersey. He's a big fan of Kevin Smith. Who isn't? Everybody in the world who isn't Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith's biggest fan. Both in terms of size and level of fandom is Kevin Smith. That's wit. Sorry, that's shit. I apologise. Yeah, that storyline happens. Yeah. That's just, a, that's just a thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It feels like fodder. Yeah. Expand things. It's, it's like sh- the um the parents. It's like the parents. Yeah. It's kind of unnecessary, which is a shame because Jane Adams is so fucking good. She is good. She's I'm always quite, great. Yeah. And it just feels like, well, this is just, oh, she's just running around in circles when she could be doing something amazing. Could you imagine what she could be doing? What else has she been in? Have you seen anything? No. <laughs> well, then you're, you're you're a sucker for this podcast because you're going to watch a lot of things. She's everywhere. She's one of those character actors who just pops up everywhere. She does look really like, you know, yeah, I was watching her. I think I'm sure I've seen her in Oh, you, you definitely have. It's hard to pick out. I mean, the only thing I can really pick out is Hung, the TV show Hung, which right. was in there for all three seasons. That's an amazing show. It starts off kind of weird. It's about a man who's got a giant penis who uses it for sex. And pays, gets paid for it. And becomes a gigolo. You Tom mean gigolo? Uh, no, just regular dude's bigolo. Uh. But it's Tom Jane. American big game, I guess, would be the subtitle. Mm. It, it, it's why it didn't turn into a series <laughs> named that. It turned into a series named Hung instead. And yeah, she's his uh, pimp. She pimps him out. <laughs> because... I wouldn't have thought of her as a pimp. but Ah, well, she's a pimp. <laughs> She's a lover, she's a child, she's a mother, she's a sinner, she's a saint. She does not feel the same. Is that the song at all? I think so. I mean, it's yeah. bitch, but yeah, yeah, the word bitch is horrible. The word pimp is, uh, well, you know what? I think 50 Cent said it best. You're a motherfucking P-I-M-P. <laughs> I don't know what you heard about me. Can't get a dollar out of me. I don't know the rest of the song, but he's a motherfucking P-I-M-P. And that's how I learned to spell. 50 Cent taught me how to spell. Was that from an episode of uh, Sesame Street? That was. <laughs> Brought to you by the letter P. Hey, Big Bird! <laughs> Fitty Set is here! I love Fitty Set! How's it going? Yeah, how's it going? That's it. I can't do a Fitty Set. I don't know. You can't get it done. I can't. It just sounds wrong. And what did we learn today, kids? Get rich or die trying! True fact. True fact. Coming soon? <laughs> Who saw that film? Who played the game Bulletproof? <laughs> starring 50 Cent. Anybody? Anybody? Bueller. Bueller? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we haven't actually talked about it. You were starting to talk about it and then I wanted to cut you off to really get a sense of what the film is. But, Lizard Man. Lizard Man. And Johnny Gasso? Grasso, Johnny Grasso. Yeah. The kid at the uh, Little League game, he suddenly has an infatuation for him, grabs the fence, and they're like, oh, there's a child. I want that child. I want the bear. <laughs> I I just love how he just is written out of the screen entirely after he's done. After he's after this man's done with him. Jared Harris just taps him on the shoulder and says, I go now, and that's it. <laughs> Well, we haven't got there yet. You know, he, you know, his dad thinks he's gay. 
And he's yeah. thinking, should I hire a prostitute to <laughs> teach him to be straight? Or is it too late? He's 11. <laughs> it's like, fine, you know, let's stay over at my kid's house. It will be fine. Everything will be fine. Stay over my place. Yeah. Oh, that was painful. The, him trying to serve him any food, anything. I don't like chocolate fudge. <laughs> what do you like? He doesn't like chocolate fudge, though. Seriously. I mean, after what I was put inside of him, he doesn't like chocolate <laughs> fudge or anything fudge. <laughs> Can I make you a sandwich? You gotta eat the sandwich. <laughs> Johnny, is the game over yet? <laughs> oh. But yeah, you're asking about drugging the family. Yeah, was he drugging the family? Because it, of course, he was. It looked like it. It looked like it was an accident at one point, when she's just like, "Oh, the kids just conked out completely," and it was like, "Oh shit, did he take the wrong bowl?" Oh, because he's been caught, or he yeah. thinks he's getting caught doing it in the sandwich as well. Yeah. So he shoves it all in there. <laughs> Quite a lot. That's a load to take. As Johnny knows. <laughs> oh, Johnny does know, doesn't he? Doesn't he, Johnny? Yeah. This is your life story. Is that what you're saying? Basically. You're writing a book of poetry about this as well, <laughs> hoping to get Philip Seymour Hoffman to call you. Oh, you're, you're nothing, Johnny. So the kid finally eats the sandwich. It's a big moment. Everyone yep. put their fists in the air, freeze rain, <laughs> and then the fists go other places. <laughs> I was, I I was sort of half expecting it to be shown. Oh wow! Yeah, like something more to be shown. Do you really thought they would go there in some way? Yeah, world? that's interesting. Like I know they wouldn't be able to go completely there, but I thought they were sure gonna because child after of... is definitely yeah. not going to happen. But I thought they were going to hint at it much more than they silhouette. Yeah. Or just Dylan Baker's face. Spider-Man. That's what I assume is what Dylan Baker does every time. And he does it frequently. I feel sorry for him. He, he never got to play the lizard. He doesn't need to play the lizard. He's yeah, the fans he did, made the role. He did three movies of it and never got to play him. Oh, don't get me started. I was, as soon as they announced they were changing it up, I thought... Well, Lizard and Vulture are going to be the next one. John Malkovich and Dylan Baker as villains. It'll be great. And then, no, it's getting cancelled. Oh. No, oh, we're b- building it back up again. First bad guy, the Lizard. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. That is a spit in the face of Dylan Baker. And I love Dylan Baker. Don't spit in his face. Hmm. He's the star of Fido. With Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly is a butler zombie. <laughs> I'm sold. Well, don't be. It's not as good as it sounds. Even though it's got Dylan Baker in, who is great. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, so he, he deals with Johnny, and then his son uh, tells him about a, another hit. Daddy, <laughs> Rodney Faber's family are out, and then giving him a babysitter. You mean he's home alone? <laughs> Does he have any paint cans? <laughs> How's his door handling ability? Will he put flames everywhere? <laughs> I've got to ask you one last thing. Does his brother have a tarantula? Excellent. <laughs> because I hate spiders. <laughs> we just cut to... Because he rushes, he's calling up the uh, the listings to find out where Rodney Faber lives. Now he knows he's completely alone. And ready to pounce. And if he just got there... And it became Daniel Stern in Home Alone. He was just trying to enter the house in various different ways. <laughs> How great would that be? And then obviously the screech he'd make would turn into a screech of... <laughs> and then he'd climax. And he'd be truly happy. <laughs> <laughs> that is happiness. His true happiness is to rape a child. That's what we learned. Yeah. Although the first time, the second time, kind of guilt stricken. He was happy with Johnny. He he didn't feel the same success with Rodney. Yeah. Will he ever find true love again? Where any of us? I did love when the police got there, and he was like, "Oh, just about Rodney." Oh, sorry, the other one, Johnny. Wow, <laughs> that is. I mean, if if it was Seinfeld. <laughs> They'd freeze on that. Executive producers Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David. <laughs> 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 You're great. 
though it does let it, it is so sitcom made yeah it's really nicely done and kind of keeping it it makes it, it kind of makes it both digestible and even more sickly because of that yeah it did yeah I did notice it had a sort of Burbsian kind of sitcom yeah, vibe yeah but it wasn't as much of an issue this no, time it was very it was... much a look. Here's your modern America in terms of style, yeah. Thing, but it also it has different things because it's got this kind of grimy apartment setting yeah. as well, and the Florida they live in is set in the eighties, yeah, which is really kind of crazy. The computers they have, the hair they have, the color palette is insane. It's really kind of weird. Hmm. Good weird. Yeah, it's artistic. Yeah, it's artistic. Yeah, no, it's it's sort of made me want to. I I'm more open to. Was this completely different to Wean the Dog? In some ways, yes. In some ways, tonally. Tonally, uh, it was a bit, tiny bit like Wean the Dog tonally. Right. In terms Um, of the issues it broaches and the way it broaches them. Not the issues, but just the. I mean, the the, the level of taboo. Oh, the the visual stuff. Yeah, a bit, a tiny bit. Okay. More overcool. Yeah. You don't recall much. Not really. I don't recall much either because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> When's it out next week? Next, well, uh, once oh. a couple of weeks ago from <laughs> yeah. recording. Or next week for us human beings and living in the present. <laughs> we live in the future and the past and everywhere and nowhere. Can't believe Donald Trump's president. God damn him. Why did he say he fucking hates the racist people now? He's got everyone eating out of the palm of his hand. He literally put food in the palm of his hand and had E.T. eating. It's like, that's that's awful now. You've got E.T. on your side. How are we meant to hate you? E.T. only loves good people. That's his thing. He said, E.T. only loves making America great again. <laughs> very strange. Very specific. Go back and watch that film with a new Spielberg cut. He's redone it again. Or he's wearing a red hat. He gets, he's got a drug hat the entire time. Yeah. His finger says a badge that says Pent 2016. <laughs> very strange. Very weird. And everyone in police had they have their guns replaced by walkie talkies. Now their guns are always going off at black people. <laughs> the 2016 cut is really socially conscious. <laughs> Hashtag ET matters. <laughs> it's fine. No one's going to listen to this and be offended because we're talking about fucking happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're offended by the bats, you've got a long way through talking about carbon children rape. So there aren't many people you could make. Watch this, don't you order? No, my parents certainly won't. <laughs> Boy, how many tried. times you try? Oh man, I said after shame, like it turned around and go, Great, now let's watch happiness. <laughs> they were crying, they disowned me for a long while. <laughs> they tried to adopt Michael Fassbender because they saw how great he was. Human tripod, Michael oh, Fassbender. Oh god, do you know what? He would, he would measure it. <laughs> <laughs> he it would. wouldn't be in for long enough. Oh man, but it's not about the length, it's about the girth. Yeah. <sighs> Michael Girth. This is Miren. Girth is Miren. Michael Girth Fastman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's not many people I would ever show this film to. I feel like yeah. I'm trying to send a message to you here. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're with me now. I don't know what it says Johnny. about our friendship that we're at that place where you're, <laughs> you, you can show this to me and I... I'm not phased by it. That's basically because I want to show you how nice Philip Seymour Hoffman is so that when I do my phone calls later on, you'll understand. <laughs> we have to get to him. Yeah. Because we haven't got to him shooting on the wall and then using it to <laughs> glue up. Yeah. It's... Using <laughs> <laughs> it as Five uses for jism in this film. Glue, basically. It's, a... it's sticky. It works. That's fine. If only he'd fed it to a dog, though. Oh, man. <laughs> All those starving dogs in the world. It could shit out a baby. A Philip Seymour Hoffman hybrid. Woof and stuff. Fucking woof. That is Philip Seymour Hoffman as a dog. You're welcome, world. I did it. I brought him back to life. This time as a puppy. Isn't he adorable? Can't you touch him? Don't touch him. He will want it. He'll want it so much. He'll keep calling you at night, barking on the top of the roof, telling you he's going to make you come out of your ears. His um, his <laughs> his plot was interesting. I felt like it needed a bit something more to happen to it. It's but so nice. It, it rounded off nicely. It's so nice. Yeah, he's such a weird person. Yeah, and yet he finds true 
acceptable platonic love. Yeah, no, that the 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 end Christine. of it was nice. It was really sweet. Christine the neighbor. Yeah. Who wants to tell him all about the doorman who died and her his penis was severed. Yeah, that took a dark turn. <laughs> it, yeah, that took a dark turn after being told about the doorman who was murdered. It got dark after that. <laughs> Well, I mean, that particular plot took a dark turn. Yes. Like, when she was just like, oh, yeah, I killed him. He's still in my freezer. I'm doing it bit by bit. But come over sometime. I don't like sex. <laughs> I know. At one point, he falls over, drunk. Yeah. And you hear him mumbling, I need pussy, I need pussy. <laughs> it's in there. Is it? I wrote it down. I heard him crying that. I don't know if that was an improv, or he was actually drunk and he was just explaining to someone <laughs> what his rider says. That he needs a rider. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but no, that was a really sweet storyline. Oh, they're all out of love. They're so lost without you. <laughs> they knew you were right. The music is good in this, actually. <laughs> Barry Manilow singing just as uh, Vlad and Joy pull up to her house. It's such a strange... We think, well, so someone signed off for that. So someone told Barry Manilow the story of the film and he said, yep, I'm okay with that. Put my music on that. <laughs> That's cool. Do they need to be told the story? They kind of... They're context. You need some context. Mm. So a lot of artists will want to know what their f- film is. So they can go, okay, I'm okay with that being used in this context or within this story. Because mm. you don't want it to be, you know, the story of how good Trump is and suddenly Freddie Mercury's <laughs> playing. <laughs> that would be... Uh, could you imagine? We'd never see it happen. I can make it happen. I can make Freddie Mercury great again. <laughs> <laughs> and R.E.M. at the end as well nice bit of R.E.M. yeah to round off the credits who doesn't love R.E.M. Johnny I know of R.E.M. wow <laughs> name me one of the band members R wow <laughs> and the other one E and the other one M nice all three <laughs> really good close it's R with an A A-R-R with an E-E-I-E Right. Yeah, I know. The I is silent, obviously. And M, E, M. Yeah, the M is silent in that one. It's very strange. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a Flemish pronunciation of that one. So you've really got to go back and look into the history of Germanic culture. Do you want to do it right now? Could do. Okay, let's go and look. No, sorry. Had to cut about 45 minutes of recording on that one. Uh, back to happiness, I guess. So... So at the end of everything, yeah. Six months later, yeah. Now you're jerking on the walls and you're very happy. Six months to figure it out. Johnny, how long did it take you? (laughs) I can't remember now. (laughs) You got lost. uh, Now because you you stopped focusing on everything else. It's like it's gonna happen (laughs) one day. I'm just gonna keep going for a while. Now we know the true reason you made me watch this film so you could ask me these sort of questions. We get it down. (laughs) Recording. This is a police investigation, Johnny. How long did it take you to come? <laughs> At the end of the day, Johnny, I have to ask you. Are you mad about this movie? Or are you movie mad? I'm not movie mad, but it is probably the most... Um, the best one yet of oh. the recordings of podcasts we've done. It's, of the three it's, episodes? Yeah. It's, it beats um, the mechanic and it beats the burbs. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Todd Snodders is happy with that yes. because three people told him it was brilliant and one person said it was unmissable. Two people said it was unmissable. So, you know, yeah. Johnny says it's better than the other two films. Yeah, it's better than, than The Burbs and The Mechanic. You heard it, heard it here Would first. you watch it again? I would, but it would take me a while. And would you ever think, yeah, six I'll months. go and see... <laughs> Always takes me six months as well. Would you think, yeah, I'll go and see what happens to the characters later on? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're down for that? Yeah, definitely. I'd Would rather you? do that right now. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I think we'll try to wait for six months. <laughs> that would be... A... Is it set six months after? I don't know. When it, I, I don't think so. But yeah, no, definitely. I'm up for it. No, life during wartime is now a coming soon. <laughs> Just like Billy. <laughs> Right, Johnny, where can we find you on social media and various places in real life where you might be, I don't know, using post-it notes for your own advantage? 
<laughs> I, I'm on Twitter as movie at movie underscore mad. Ah, that sounds like a convenient title. Yeah. Well, I wish we'd take I'm that also on Instagram as movie mad. Are you, doing no stories? Are you doing stories on that one? No, I haven't even looked into that. Oh, they're now there. It's a thing. I don't know what it means. I'm young, but I'm not that young. I feel old already. And where can people find you? Um, usually in the back of a bar, drinking <laughs> a pint, and growing a beard, and complaining about Viva Vendetta with a rich, rich Lancashire accent sometimes, and sometimes have a Somerset accent. I change it up to see if anyone can understand. I worship a snake. <laughs> Also, I'm at Ethan Runt on Twitter, and that's all you ever need to know. Never find me. You never talk to me. Go up to me once, and I will do terrible things to you, like Christine does in this film. You'll be slowly taken out of my freezer in baggies. But I'll let you have your way with me first, obviously. I want true happiness. I want to measure it. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to clue everyone into what we're going to do next week? Have you got any ideas of how to do this because you know last time you outwardly <laughs> said and we don't want that again all right all right i've got hold on um well the next next week's film will be a bit warm so you'll need some air con i don't understand what you mean <laughs> well it will be a bit, bit of a warm film are you saying it's gonna get hot and heavy yeah are you saying that we might need to i don't know book a ticket on the most eloquent flight system you'll ever know. Are you saying that maybe, but despite all our rage, we're all just in the first cave? Maybe. Find out what that could possibly mean. I'm definitely sure there's nothing in there that tells you what it is. Next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. Podnose.